0: You're listening to a Writer's Blogcast where we're asking, where do you write? For today's guest, the answer would have been different a few years ago when writer and blogger Summerland still lived in the States. These days, she's in the small country town of Mudgee in New South Wales. So we wanted to talk to her about how change of location affects the way she writes. I like to write humor. It's nonfiction. I guess technically you could put me in Gen Y memoir, but I always feel like when you say memoir, you think that you're gonna tell some epic tale. Really, I'm just reflecting on a pretty average life. but I like to draw the humor from it and make people laugh. I typically love to write in a cafe, one that has Wi-Fi, because often I feel like I need to reference something. But lately, and I guess this will be for the rest of my life, I write at home at my desk because I have a baby now. So even though my mom's here to help me take care of her, I kind of need to be nearby to feed her or to comfort her if she needs me. So I've set up an office in our guest room. I have a pretty small desk, but it's set up with a printer and a big monitor that I can plug my laptop into And funnily enough, and people always say it's like I write in a cave, I write with the lights off and the blinds closed, which isn't something I would think I would do because I normally like bright open spaces. But for some reason when I write, I just come into this dark room and write out everything I need to. With having a new baby and so much on my plate, I can't go to a cafe really anymore because there's just too many distractions. I have to stay really focused because you're so limited with your time. But at the end of the day, I, I've had dreams of being a published author for years and years, and I want to accomplish them. And I feel like in order for me to support and inspire my daughter to follow up, follow all of her dreams, I have to follow through with my goals that I've set. Like my mom always jokes. She's like, I didn't accomplish anything, and look at you. <laughs> so. I used to travel all of the time, and one of my favorite things to do was cafe hop. So I'd get up in the morning, I'd take my laptop, I'd be in a city I'd never been in, I'd find a spot that someone recommended, I'd have breakfast, I'd write a bit, then I'd go for a walk more, stumble upon another cafe, write more, have lunch. and I just loved finding new spots, people watching. I am really inspired by the energy around me, especially in a big city. I don't think that I would sit in my house in a guest room writing if I wasn't in this tiny town of 12,000, like a little baby. Maybe I'd be more inclined to get out. Writing in general is isolating because it's something that you usually do by yourself unless you're writing for television and really get a writer's table, you know. Most of the time you're alone. So it shouldn't be that much of a shock to move to a small town if what you do is spend most of your time writing, but it it has been because I've moved from, well, I went to college in Boston, which is a big city, you know, 5 million people, and then even Park City, Utah. You have tons of tourists all the time, and now I'm in this tiny town of Mudgee with 12,000 people. The main industry here is wine and mining. There's no stoplights, but it's, it's quite picturesque. It's gorgeous. We thought we'd come for six months. It's been nearly three years. And yes, sometimes I feel not less inspired, but maybe I don't have as much energy because, because I've allowed myself to, I don't know, maybe I've slowed down or relaxed or something. I'm not out. Doing a bunch with all of my friends all of the time, that I'm not triggered and constantly motivated to write these funny stories. But if anything, it's just been more of a challenge. To be the new American girl in a quaint Australian town produces quite a few funny and awkward and embarrassing things. I'm not shy. I'm not antisocial. So I always try to, you know, I go to all the events. I reach out to everyone. I, like, there's an opportunity. I usually take it. <laughs> but so now I, like, I've started to know everybody. I've been in the paper a lot, especially with my book. And then recently someone from the paper also runs a group called Mudgy Underground. And they put on improv classes. They put on... um sketch classes and someone asked me if I would be willing to pose nude for a sketch class like a life drawing class and I just had a baby so I figured why not <laughs> and I went and did it and then I realized when I like I just thought I wouldn't know anybody but I knew everybody there you know like it, it was the people that owned the bar down the street that I go to it was the little old lady who comes in and gets coffee all the time where I go it's just it's just so funny that you think that you're gonna be this outsider looking at everybody, but so quickly in this town, well, if you're me and have my personality, you become a local just straight away. And maybe they, you, know, everyone ends up saying you naked. <laughs> so I don't feel like I can really just observe and write about them because it's too, too small of a town. Everybody, everybody knows. So. and launch your writing career, that you need to be in a major metropolitan city. And I was like, oh, I'm going to struggle so much. But really, like, there's so many creative minds here, and everybody is so supportive. And because of the Internet, you don't really need to be in New York to make your writing career happen. You just need to be with supportive people and somewhere that you can sit down and write. you got to stop this deep inside. save me, come back and save me. Listening to a writers blogcast, head to our blog on the You can also find all of our blogcast episodes there and subscribe to us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.